Well, morning, everybody. Uh, what an awesome morning. What an awesome couple of days of rain that we've had. I understand it's also started raining in Cape Town, uh, whether it's actually raining currently now. I actually had a look on my phone earlier on and it didn't look like it was raining. Um, but apparently, um, Angus is doing his thing down in the Cape there with a big uh, um, bunch of people, and they're all praying for rain in the Cape. So we thank the Lord. We thank you, Lord, that, that you know best. You are the one who knows best. There is nothing that, that we know that overcomes that which you know. Everything that you know overrides everything that we know. Amen? So can I, can I beg you all this morning? Can I beg you to not listen to anything that I say with your own reasoning? Can I beg you to, to not um, try and, even if, even if it is your intention to agree with everything that I say and make it a part of your life, can I ask you, can I beg you not to reason with your own um, mind, but to reason with your spirit? Can I ask you that, that you will... Can I ask you that, that you will... In Can I ask you to um, switch off the brain a little bit? Reason with your spirit. Just listen to what it is that, is, that, that, is, that Holy Spirit wants to impart today. And, and let Holy Spirit reveal truth to you. Don't let... Don't try and, 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 and um, intellectualize what I'm, what I'm saying. And, and what I'm saying here, therefore, is the, is the title of my message, which is, which is, be who you are, a spirit people. Be who you are, a spirit people. Because that's, as a born-again believer, that is, that is who you are. So I'm going to... Obviously, what has been coming off the, off the pulpit over the last couple of months is all has been around um, the this, um, truth of, of, their, of us being spirit people, right? And us walking in the things of, walking in the things of God and, um, and being able to see those things by our spirit, not carnally. It is not possible to see the things of the Spirit carnally. It is only possible to see the things of the Spirit by the Spirit. And by the Spirit, I mean your Spirit in union with Holy Spirit. So, so that is really where, where um, Grant and Connor and Jane and, and um, Graham are, are going when they talk about um, being a Spirit people is to... Start to exercise your spirit man. Start to exercise your spirit man. Let it be something that, that, that links up with, with the Spirit of God and decides for you what must happen in your life so, so, that, it, so that you are constantly transformed and renewed in your mind. The, 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 that scripture in, in Romans 12 too doesn't say... Uh, be transformed by renewing your mind. It says, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Who renews your mind? Holy Spirit renews your mind. You don't renew your mind. You don't say, I've made it, 
a change in my, I'm thinking differently. You let Holy Spirit speak to you and change your mind and bring you, and bring you truth. Amen? Amen. So um, a lot of truths have, have come out from, from um, the, the last, over the last couple of months, and I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm praying, and I'm praying that what I say to you today is going to unpack a couple of those little truths and just um, reinforce them and, and, and encourage you with those, with those, with those truths as you, as you make the call to, to change from being carnally minded to being spiritually minded. You can be a born-again believer and still walk carnally. But God is saying, I am a spirit. Let, switch your spirit man on. Let that be in touch with who I am and walk with me in that way and I will change your mind. That's what, what God is saying. So I'm going to take a couple of scriptures. Um, if you can go with me to John 4. So John 4 from verse 23 for, for just two verses. Verse 23 and 24 just to reinforce what, what, what we're saying over the, over the past couple of months. John 4, verse 23 and 24, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. It says, from here on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but with the right heart. Why? For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. That's John 4, verse 23 and 24. So God is spirit, and we worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen? So I'm just laying a little bit of a foundation here for you so that, so that you can see where the Holy Spirit is coming from when he says to you, drop the carnality and step into the spirituality. Amen? The next scripture is in John 14. Let's go to John 14. Verse 16, it says, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth. Holy Spirit of truth. Who will be to you a friend, just like me, Jesus speaking. Okay? And He will never leave you. The world won't receive Him because they can't see Him or know Him. But you will know Him intimately because He will make His home in you and will live inside you. When you become born again, your spirit man comes alive, whether, whether you think it has or hasn't, your spirit man comes alive, and it comes in union with Holy Spirit, and the world won't receive him because their spirit man is not alive to receive the, uh, what, what Holy Spirit has, has to give. Amen? Okay? But you will know him intimately because he will make his home in you and will live inside you. Okay? Uh, let's look at Luke 10. Luke 10. Okay. I'm reading verses 20 to 22. Okay. More or less. Then Jesus, this is actually uh, 21. Then Jesus, overflowing with Holy Spirit's anointing of joy. Okay. Jesus speaking now, praying to the Father. He says, Father, I thank you for you are Lord supreme over heaven and earth. You have hidden the great revelation of the authority of the believer, just paraphrasing a little bit there, from those who are proud and those who are wise in their own eyes. So in other words, people who are thinking, 
carnally, who are thinking from a carnal perspective, or who are thinking from their worldly perspective, and there were many. Uh, there, there's, uh, when I, um, I was fasting at the end of, of December, and I, I, I said, I will read the Gospels because I want to hear just what Jesus has to say. And I'm reading through the Gospels, and, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes, they would ask Jesus a question. And every single time, barring one or two, he would have an answer to a different question. And eventually, like, I got a little bit frustrated. I was saying, Lord, will you just answer the question? And by the time I got to Luke, that took me Matthew, Mark, and Luke. By the time I got to Luke, Holy Spirit said, but Gavin, can't you see that Jesus is, is answering the question, but he's looking at it from his perspective, which is what perspective? The perspective of heaven. The perspective of, uh, perspective of the realm of the Holy Spirit. That's where he's looking at it from, and he's answering it from that perspective. And even they did not get it because they were asking a question from their worldly perspective. And the two will never meet. You cannot be carnal and expect to hear things from God. The carnality and spirituality do not meet. They, they, I think we just have to accept that. We have a, we live a li- I know we live a life and, and we have situations and circumstances and the facts of life. But the, the fact is, the real fact is that the truth of the word overcomes those facts, overcomes those situations, and overcomes those realities because it is the only truth that exists. But it is only discerned by the Spirit. It can't be discerned um, carnally. Amen? So that scripture in Luke 10 says that things are hidden from the wise and the prudent, but are revealed to sons and daughters. It says, yes, Father, that, this is what pleases your heart and the very way you've chosen to extend your kingdom. This is the way he, he extends his kingdom. To give to those who become like trusting sons and daughters. Trusting sons and daughters, like, like Jane preached the other. That you have to trust the uh, uh, God. You have to just say, I give it all up and I trust God. Be- and because that's where the, where, where the, where the truth is. Um, then just a last foundation scripture, also in Luke, Luke 11. Luke 11 from verse 33 to 35. It says, no one would think of lighting a lamp, this Jesus speaking, no one would think of lighting a lamp and then hiding it in the basement where no one would benefit. A lamp belongs on a lampstand where all who enter may see its light. Another way of, 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 of understanding that would, would, would be to say, where all who enter may see the things illuminated by the light. Okay? Then it says, the eyes of your spirit, reading from the, from the Passion Translation, the eyes of your spirit allow revelation light. There are no other eyes that allow revelation light. Only the eyes of your spirit allow revelation light, okay, to enter into your being. When your heart is open, the light floods in. And when your heart is closed and hard, the light cannot penetrate and darkness takes its place. So open your heart and consider my words, Jesus speaking. Watch out that you do not mistake 
your opinions and wisdom for revelation light. Amen. So I'm really just trying to, to, to lay a foundation here which, 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 which asks you, which begs you to drop what it is that you think you understand, even about the Word of God, even that which you, you believe has, has, has been revealed to you. And in a new day, let God re-reveal to you that same thing. And, and, and if it surfaces again, then you know it to be truth. But don't tomorrow take yesterday's revelation and say, that is what I'm going to walk in. Because today, God has new revelation for you, maybe even relating to that same thing. And he's saying, leave that and walk in the new revelation. God is very, very interested in your now. He's interested in your now. Not, we're not, he, of course, he's concerned about your future. He's definitely asking you to leave the past behind. Okay? But he's concerned about your now. And he's, and he's really, really keen to reveal new things to you right now. So don't, don't get hung up, first of all, on your interpretation of what, of what the Word says. Don't get hung up on your interpretation of what's happening in your circumstances and stuff. Go to the truth. Open your spirit. Go to the truth. And let God, let Holy Spirit reveal the truth of the Word that exists over your circumstances. Amen? Amen. So please, don't mistake your opinions and your wisdom for spirit wisdom. Okay? A lot has been spoken over the last few months and even uh, last year about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And, and Grant made a point in a preach a couple of weeks ago where he said that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the my way tree, okay? He said it's the self tree, it's the stupid tree. Um, if you go to Genesis, you, you will see that when Adam and Eve ate from this tree, they suddenly knew that they were naked. That, that's what they knew. That's what they suddenly knew. Their eyes were opened, and they suddenly knew that they were naked, okay? Um, they saw their, it's as though they saw their flesh for the first time. Isn't that amazing? It's as though they saw their flesh for the first time. And what happened? They became afraid and ashamed. When they saw their flesh for the first time, they became afraid and ashamed. You could say that they became subjected to their flesh, no longer able to see immediately with, with their spirit. The spirit suddenly dropped down in the list of priorities, and, and, and what was exposed went right up in the, list, in the list of priorities. If you go with me quickly to um, Romans 8. I'm going a little bit slowly. I just want to make sure I say everything that I believe Holy Spirit wants to say. Um, and also, uh, you know, it takes a little bit of time to switch between these. So Romans 8 from verse 4. Again, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. 
It says, so now every righteous requirement of the law can be fulfilled through the anointed one living his life in us. Every righteous requirement of the law can be fulfilled through the anointed one, Jesus, living his life in us. And we are free to live, not according to our flesh, but by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. So, the, so, so Paul is saying here, it is possible to live according to your flesh. But he's saying, we're no longer free to do that. Born again believers are not free to do that. We are free to live, not according to our flesh, but by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. Those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits themselves. But those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. For the mindset of the, of the flesh is death, but the mindset controlled by the Spirit finds life and peace. It's not even, it's not even a, it's not possible to be led and ruled by, by the flesh and to find life and peace. It is only possible by the Spirit of God. And the only way to do that is to tap into Him with your spirit. That's the only way. I'm begging you, please look at these things from, from, from the point of view of your, of your spirit, man. Don't, look at, don't try and reason these things in your, in your mind. Let Holy Spirit pour the truth into you when you hear the, 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 the Word of God, which is the only truth that exists. Amen. Those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits themselves, those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. Verse 7. In fact, the mindset focused on the flesh fights God's plan and refuses to submit to its direction, to His direction. Why? Simply because it cannot. That's what it says. Because it cannot. For no matter how hard they try, God finds no pleasure with those who are controlled by the flesh. Please step into the things of the Spirit. Please let your spirit man link with Holy Spirit. Please let your spirit man lead and let it, let it change your mind. Let, let Holy Spirit change your mind through your spirit man. Amen? Okay? Please go with me to 1 Corinthians 2. Okay, so I'm gonna just um, so so all the things that have been said over the over the past few months to me um, need you to be able to look at things the way that Paul is looking at it here from in in in, in uh, one Corinthians two, okay? Um, he's um, how many know Paul was um, a great um, orator? He's, he spoke really really well. He knew the law backwards. There was no one like him. In the, he, told, he will tell you. It's like me with my MBA. Like, how, do, how do people know you, uh, you've got an MBA? You tell them. He told, he told the people. He said, I know things that I, there are things that, that you don't know that I know. I am the Jew of all Jews. 
Not only that, but I'm also the Roman of all Romans. I, I, I come from the right bloodline. I know everything. I know all of that stuff is, is, what, is, 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 is what I learned. I know all those things. I know it backwards. There's nothing you can tell me about the law. Okay? There's nothing you can tell me about what it, what it means to be a really good Jew. But what does he say about that? But I count that all as dung. Count that all as rubbish. It's completely meaningless when it comes to uh, the truth of the Word of God, which overrides absolutely everything else. So even while I was preparing this and, and reading these scriptures, I, I you know, I, I've delivered speeches at conferences and 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 um, and, and and especially in areas where I'm an expert and, and that kind of stuff. And, and I deliver those things with ease. That's, it's just not an issue for me. You know? I, I'm not concerned about what people think and that kind of stuff because I know my stuff. But the moment I step into this pulpit, and even late last night when I thought to myself, okay, Lord, I think I'm ready, I realized actually that I'm not. And then I realized actually that I'm really, I'm, I'm in really, really good company with Paul. Let's read a little bit about what, what, what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 2. He says, My brothers and sisters, when I first came to proclaim to you the secrets of God, I refused to come as an expert, trying to impress you with my eloquent speech and lofty wisdom. For while I was with you, I was determined to be consumed with one topic, Jesus, the crucified Messiah. So he's basically saying, the only thing that matters that I want to talk to you about is Jesus, the crucified Messiah. Um, so as an expert, he's obviously cottoned onto the, uh, the Jesus, the crucified Messiah, and gone, that must be the only thing that really matters. That's, that's what matters. Jesus, the crucified Messiah. And of course, you know, him, when, he, when he spoke about it, also him, him resurrected, you know raised from the dead because, and, uh, you know, Paul himself makes the point that if you, if you don't believe in the resurrection, then you're to be pitied because there, then there has been no real forgiveness of sins because the power has not manifested itself um, because it's the power of the Holy Spirit that, that raised Jesus from the dead, which lives on the inside of you and works. Amen? Verse 4, verse 4, the message I preached, uh, I just... I'm just going to read through, 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 the, through the chapter. I'm just going to read through the chapter. I stood before you feeling inadequate, filled with reverence for God, and trembling under the sense of the importance of my words. Here's Paul. He knows what he's talking about. Even, to, to, even in respect of, of the death and the resurrection of Christ, he knows what he's talking about. He had a direct download from 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 Jesus when when uh, after that experience on the on the on the Damascus Damascus road, it was as though he was one of the original um, uh, disciples of of, of Jesus, because because Jesus downloaded directly to you. He knew what what all of these things meant, but he said, he says, um, I stood before you feeling inadequate filled with reverence for God, and trembling under the sense of the importance of my words. The message I preached and how I preached, how I preached it was not an attempt to sway you with persuasive arguments, but to prove to you the almighty power of God's Holy Spirit. For God intended 
that your faith not be established on man's wisdom, but by trusting in his almighty power. It was not for Paul, and it is not for me to stand here and try and persuade you with good arguments the, the, the truth of the word of, of God. It is for me to deliver a message that's, that speaks of Christ and him crucified and resurrected, and for Holy Spirit to deliver the truth into your heart by you submitting yourself, not thinking it through in your minds, submitting yourself by your spirit to the spirit of God and letting that truth drop into your heart. And in that way, if I were to say anything that is not of God, it would drop to the floor and be completely meaningless. And only that which the Holy Spirit wanted you to know as truth would remain. Amen? However, Paul speaking, however, there is a wisdom that we continually speak of when we are among the spiritually mature. What is a spiritually mature person? It's a person in the same way as you go, as, as you grow up over time and become mature by gaining more knowledge, by uh, getting a stronger body and all of those things, it's, a, it's in the same way you have chosen instead to exercise and put, and put the knowledge of God into your spirit man, and it grows mature. That's a, 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 that is gaining spiritual maturity. Amen? It's wisdom that didn't originate in this present age. Nor did it come from the rulers of this age who are in the process of being dethroned. Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden before now in a mystery. It is His secret plan destined before the ages to bring us into glory. None of the rulers of this present world order understood it. For if they had, they would never have crucified the Lord of shining glory. Amen? If, if they had any clue of the truth of the word and the fact that it completely overrides everything else that you think and, and know, they, they would never have allowed for, for Jesus to have been crucified. They would have just let him live a life and, and hopefully everything would eventually peter out. But they didn't know because the, the, their spirit was, was, was not illuminated because they did not believe. And so they killed the Messiah, and it was their biggest mistake. Because even today, 2,000 years later, there was a, there was a, um, a, a prominent uh, um, a Pharisee who said to the other guys in Sanhedrin, said, guys, just let it go. Because if it's not from God, it'll, it'll break. It'll be gone. It'll be forgotten in no time. But if it is from God, and you continue to do what you're doing, woe be to you. Amen? It's a, the, 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 the absolute fullness and greatness of, of the things that are, that, are, that are in the Word of God and the truth of it that absolutely overrides everything that, that is happening in your life, even good things that are happening in your life now, the truth of the Word still overrides it. You must put yourself in that position that says, 
I'm not going to hang on to the things of yesterday, um, even if it came from God, because God has got a new thing for you today. He's got a new thing for you today. Verse 10, but God now unveils these profound realities to us. How? By the Spirit. God unveils these profound things by the Spirit to us. Yes, He has revealed to us His inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit, who constantly explores all things. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for that person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by His Spirit, the Spirit of God. And the only way to tap into His Spirit is with your spirit. Amen? For we did not receive the Spirit of this world system. For, for we did not receive the Spirit of this world system. But we received the Spirit of God. This is for the, this is the, the born again believer so that we might come to understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. And we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit and not with the words taught by human wisdom. We join together Spirit-revealed truths with Spirit-revealed words. So we, al so we allow Holy Spirit with our spirit man open and our heart alive to, to receive the light, we, we allow Holy Spirit to drop spirit truths into our lives. Amen? But our spirit man is receiving those truths. And, and when that happens, and, and, and Holy Spirit leads, and you're, and you're practicing that, what's going to start to happen is those spirit truths are going to be, become your thoughts. And Holy Spirit will change your mind. And you will start to walk in the fullness of everything that God has for you. Not by asking God to fulfill His promises in your life. But by believing God's truth for your life in, 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 in His Word. Not by, Lord, will you, will you um, I, I, I see your promise in the Word and I'm praying now into that promise. Make that promise happen in my life. But rather to say, Lord... Will you change my mind? Will you change what I believe, even about that promise? And will you, will you make the, the spiritual truth the reality in my life? I'm, I'm, I'm asking us to switch from, from something that tries to join carnal with spiritual to, to purely spiritual, because that which is not has made the things which are. The things which are, are made from the things which are not made. That is, that's, that's in the Word. Okay? Someone living on an entire, entirely human level, verse 14, someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's Spirit, for they make no sense to him. He can't understand the revelations of the Spirit because they are only discovered by the illumination of of the Spirit. Those who live in the Spirit are able to carefully evaluate all things, and they are subject to the scrutiny of no one but God. So, if you, if you insist on, so 
As a born-again believer, whether you like it or not, your spirit man is alive. And whether you like it or not, your spirit man wants to lead. And whether you like it or not, your spirit man is feeding on the things of, 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 of Holy Spirit. And all it's doing is just becoming fatter and fatter and becoming um, um, bigger and bigger. Because it can't, it can't impart, if you insist on walking the week carnally and coming to church on a Sunday and being spiritual. You must walk the week spiritually. And when you come to the church on Sunday, you're going to have things to say which are spiritual. Because that is what we are supposed to do here that, uh, on a Sunday. We, we are supposed to come together and speak life into one another's lives. That is what we're supposed to be doing. The fact that I'm delivering a message here, is, uh, I mean, we, we've got this little formula that, 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 that we go with. But what we're supposed to do is come together, worship God in spirit and in truth, and speak into one another's lives with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That's what we're supposed to be doing when we come to church. In, a, in, in the week, we can get together in a family group or a home group and, and, and unpack a few things and discuss a few things and that kind of stuff. But even then, what we're supposed to be doing is speaking life into one another's uh, lives and light into one another's lives. That's what we're supposed to be doing. When we come together on a Sunday, me standing here with 22 seconds to go is, um, is, is just a... It's, <laughs> It's, it's just, it's, it's as though I, I'm, I'm standing here as though I'm the only one who knows. But I know that you all know. I know that you all know. Amen? So I want to encourage us. I want to, I want to, I want to thank, I want to thank Holy Spirit for, for, for having the patience to deal with us in, in, in the way that he does. I want, to, I want to encourage each one of us to take the truths over the past few months, to, to take the truths that have come out over the past few months, to go back, to listen to, 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 to those messages, and to, to pick up on the, on, the, on the little truths that, 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 have, that have been dropped in those messages, and to, say, and to subject it to 1 Corinthians 2, and to say, I intend to set aside that which, is, uh, uh, which I thought I knew, and I want to relearn. Holy Spirit, I'm so, I'm so, my spirit man is open to you, and, I, and it's subject to you, Holy Spirit. Will you take those truths, and will you, will you drop the truths of those truths into, into, my, into my heart? And, and, and can my heart be open to be able to start to feed my, my, my mind and my thoughts with new thoughts, new thoughts every day, thoughts of the fullness of, of God, thoughts of that which is beyond uh, our circumstances and, and our situations and, uh, today and the facts and the, and the way that things are in, in our life today. And, 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 can it, and, and can we then start to move forward with our spirit man wholly alive and us knowing that our spirit man is wholly alive? Um, if you're not a born-again believer, this will be hard for you to understand, and I'd really love to pray for you afterwards if you, if you, if you, if you, if you want that. Um, please come forward, and, and, I, and I will happily pray, pray for you. So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this, for this time. I thank you that there has been a time of impartation. I thank you, Lord, that, that, your, that, that your truth has come, in, has come into our lives. I thank you, Lord, that we have chosen not to try and intellectualize or reason what has been said here today, but that we have opened our spirit, man, and we trust Holy Spirit, that that which is not of you that has been said here today will fall to the floor, but that all the truths that have been delivered today will be 
um, embedded in our spirits, will be embedded in our, in our hearts, and that our hearts with our, with, with, that have been illuminated by the light of God will, will speak to our, our minds, will change our minds according to Romans 12 too, and that you, Holy Spirit, that those truths will become our new thoughts and that they will override um, that which is happening in our circumstances and in our lives today and, and turn things towards uh, for, for our certain good because your word says that we are to look to you uh, for, for everything and that, and that you will turn all things to our certain good. So I thank you for that this morning in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.